Today's broadcast is brought to you by Flatule Essences, the revolutionary once-a-day vitamin proven to completely redefine the gas that you pass. Gone are the days of having to excuse yourself to another room before you clear the room. Flatule Essences comes in an array of scents that are sure to take your breath away. Try ocean breezes. Be taken away to tropical paradise after your next Taco Tuesday. Or clean linen. Is that a new detergent you're using? No, it's Flatule Essences. How about new car smell? Wow, Daryl, I can smell your new Fiat from here. It's not new. It's Flatule Essences. Or our customer favorite, fresh cut grass. Honey, did the landscaper come by today? It smells wonderful. Oh, that's me, honey. You can thank Flatule Essences. Thanks, Flatule Essences. With new scents being developed daily by our highly focused team of scientists, we look forward to keeping you feeling and smelling your best. Try Flatule Essences today, and you'll be thankful tomorrow. To hey everybody, hey everybody, how are you guys doing? I'm glad that I have a moment to uh, sit down and elaborate on some thoughts. So we'll see uh, if we get this complete. I've got a few minutes before I kind of have to start my morning routine. I go into work at noon today. It is about 9.34 to be exact right now. So that gives me about a little less than 30 minutes to try to do a little bit of this. Gonna eat some breakfast then start getting ready, shaving, shower, and all that good stuff. And we'll have a good day at work. But I want to take a few minutes and just elaborate on a few things that uh, have been kind of, you know, roaming around my mind. And uh, I want to keep this as politic-free and coronavirus-free as completely possible. I really feel like that stuff is everywhere already. We don't really need another 30 minutes about uh, someone else's opinion on that. We all, we're, we're working on that. So, moving forward... I had a few thoughts because uh, over the past few days, I've had a uh, a bit of a, a revelation, I guess, on um, on a word. You know, have you ever had a word that you know you hear it either a different light or someone explain it or use it differently, and it kind of just sheds you know a different light on the word. You know, I had that happen the other day, and the word uh, in question is the word struggle. You know. So you hear the word struggle, and I know immediately for me, it's always like a negative thing, you know. Hearing the word struggle, you kind of, um, you immediately think, like for me, the first image that comes to mind, and when I think of struggle, is like someone in a physical altercation, you know, someone that's uh, trying to get physically taken advantage of or something like that, and they're they're in a struggle, you know, they're trying to get get, get out of that. Uh, another one is like someone that's struggling to get by, you know, they're, they're struggling to uh, make ends meet. You know, about their finances or paying bills or something like that. So, you know, you immediately have this negative you know, connotation with it. You know, people hear struggle and you assume that, you know, you can tell just by the word someone's going through a hard time. Someone's trying to overcome some adversity. Someone's trying to overcome something, you know, trying to win a battle. And, uh... The reason this word kind of had a different change of light for me kind of started uh, with uh, some conversations I was having with a coworker of mine. Uh, her name is Hannah Waters. She's a super awesome person. Um, she's someone that I met through the store, and um, she's got a great sense of humor. She's one of our store sign sign artists, so she's uh, she's an artist in her personal life. She's very creative. 
She's shown me some of her work, and it's very, very impressive and uh, extremely talented. Uh, but anyways, uh, Hannah has uh, shared with me, and she's been sharing it on Instagram. She's very open about uh, this current uh, voyage, you know, journey she's going through. And um, she's been sharing with me over the past couple of weeks about her getting ready to start, you know, some treatment. You know, she's getting ready to start in a program. You know, in, in knowing Hannah, she's always been a very kind, genuine person, you know, someone that's, you know, really in tune to a conversation and, you know, is really there just to help, you know, who's around her. But, uh, you know, the more I talk to her and the conversations we'd have just day by day, every now and then we'd, I'd notice that, you know, she'd be having a little bit of an off day. You know, she did wasn't really quite feeling it, you know, didn't seem 100%, you know, focused or invested in whatever you know, she was doing at the time and not in a bad way, but, you know, you could tell something was off and, you know, in having conversations with her, she'd share with me that she's, you know, she's struggled with quite a few things, you know, through her life. She struggled with uh, things like anxiety and depression and all these sorts of things. And she's always been trying to figure out, you know, what to do about it. And, uh, it's really affected not only that, but she has some cognitive things that, you know, hard for her to uh, to work through. And she kind of explained, you know, that she's had concussions she's gone through uh, growing up, whether it be athletics or what have you. She's had some, some concussions, had four separate concussions. You know, so she recently uh, stumbled upon a program that, you know, deals with a syndrome called post-concussive disorder. And it... Um, it works with individuals who've had concussions and who have had that affect their physical well-being, whether it be, you know, their temperament or their anxieties or depression or things like inflammation. It, it really can affect a plethora of different things, and, you know, which is why you hear, you know, in sports or athletics how important, you know, concussion prevention is and treatment for concussions is because there's still a lot that we don't know about, you know, the human brain and what affects the things that we do have on it you know concussions concussions themselves are very very detrimental to the individual that suffers them you know there's still a lot that we don't know about them there's still a lot of studies being done on them but uh the more and more that uh hannah thought about these situations she realized it was after these concussions that she really started noticing changes in her demeanor or temperament you know things like inflammation things like that and the more she thought about it, you know, the more she realized that it was after each instance that she had suffered a concussion that things got progressively worse. So luckily she's been able to stumble upon this program that uh, evaluates, you know, where she's at. And it's essentially through this program they've, you know, designed it to where they work with these individuals to try to overcome these things, to try to put essentially their their brain function back on track to where it should be, you know, to avoid, you know, these things that are causing these changes in temperament or anxiety or depression or, like I said, even inflammation. So it's a lot of very informative stuff, a lot of, you know, in light, um, you know, light shedding information, you know, not, me not ever having been in a situation where I've had to suffer a concussion, I can't even imagine, but, you know, you think about how sensitive an organ the human brain is and, having it bounce around inside your skull, I mean, it has to do something to you, you know. 
So she's shared uh, some stories on Instagram. She's posted videos of herself kind of explaining the situation. So if you look her up on Instagram, figures bathed in light is her Instagram handle. And uh, definitely recommend you guys give it a look. Uh, it's a lot of informative stuff. Uh, she's a good friend of mine. She's got a GoFundMe that's on there that's there to help uh, fund the program itself. I believe she starts treatment in March, so good luck to her. But anyways, in her last video that she posted, she does these videos on uh, Instagram called Let's Talk. And uh, she talks about what she's going through. You know, she talks about the changes she's had in how she views this battle. And, you know, she talks about it being a struggle, you know, and how uh, others see your struggle. And, you know, they, they love to see that you're fighting, you know. They love to see that you're fighting and you're struggling and you're trying to overcome and that kind of just changed for whatever reason the word struggle in my mind, you know, from being a negative thing to being something that holds a lot of power. You know, someone that's struggling is trying to overcome. You know, they're trying to win. They're trying to win a battle. So struggle isn't necessarily a bad thing. It means that there's still life in that individual, in that situation, and that, you know, you're trying to overcome it. And it's a very noble thing. You know, you think... Just back to my initial, like I said, image of when you hear the word struggle, someone being in a physical altercation. You know, no one wants to be in a physical altercation, for one. And two, if you're in one, you're not going to want to lose that altercation. You don't want, never want to lose a fight. So it's a struggle because you're fighting. You know, it's a struggle because you're working to win. And there's immense, immense admiration for something like that, you know. So it really, really changed that for me. Because in, in anything, anything you're trying to overcome, it, it's going to take effort. It's going to take work, you know. And a struggle, a struggle is work. You know, it's putting in the time to try to make sure you pay your bills, maybe putting in extra hours or, you know, working a second job, you know, cutting your finances at home, really, you know, living on a budget, that kind of thing. Can, that's all struggle, you know. I think that's what most of us understand a struggle as someone that's really trying to make it, you know. But there's admiration in that, you know. There's admiration that you're trying, that you're working so hard, and unfortunately life isn't fair, and we're all put in these situations that, you know, we have no no say in, essentially. We're born into what we're born into, and the rest of it is all, the rest of it is all work. You know, we have to make sure that we're not only having faith that things are going to be okay, but putting work into that faith. Because faith without works is dead. You know, it's a, it's a very, you know, that's, it's interesting how, how God works sometimes, you know, because that, that's something that was going on in my mind, you know, about the change of struggle and the power of struggle and the power of working towards overcoming adversity. And that it, You know, it isn't always just about hoping things will be okay. It's about working to make sure things will be okay. And, like, that next day, you know, there's a friend of mine. He's also another co-worker. Met him through work. Uh, his name's Kurt. And he just recently moved back to Oakland. You know, he transferred out here for a few weeks. And, unfortunately, well, actually, he, not a few weeks. He was intending to stay here. He transferred back out here maybe in, I don't know, beginning of the pandemic sometime. And uh, the pandemic really just put a damper 
on uh, his plans. You know, he planned to be move out here and really just make a new home for himself. But with COVID happening, you know, things, you know, his family needed support back home. He wasn't able to really initiate, you know, a life here. You know, he really couldn't go out and meet people and make friends and, you know, he, he wasn't comfortable in that situation, which I understand. So he recently moved back. But anyways, he posted also on his Instagram story that exact scripture, you know. So James 2 starts on chapter 2, verse 14. And if you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and read through it and just, you know, we'll talk about it for a little bit and elaborate. And if it's not your thing, sorry, this is just a, a connection that was made for me. And I think it there's value in elaborating on it and just kind of showing the connection here. Uh, so James 2, 14 uh, starts, uh, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but no deeds? Can such faith th save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well-fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God? Good. Even the demons believe that. And shudder. You foolish person. Do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness and he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do, not by faith alone. And uh, it's, I mean, that really resonated with me in connection with, you know, just that other situation. And, uh, it, it's really a powerful thing, you know, I think it's far too easy to just say that you believe, you know, God's going to have your your back, you know, that's, that's gonna he's, that God's going to make everything okay. That doesn't mean you can just take the back, sit in the back seat, and, you know, not try to steer this journey, you know, initiate the journey, put in some work. So that it really brought to light to me just the admiration of the struggle, the admiration of the work, and the necessity, you know, of the work to complete, you know, the action of faith. So, you know, that being said, I pray for my friend Hannah. I hope that uh, things work well in uh, this new chapter chapter of her trying to figure out what's going on and how do we how she can uh, amend what's been done as far as uh, her brain injuries. And I hope things uh, work out for her. And same thing with my buddy Kurt. He was kind of reluctant to go back home and sad it didn't work out. If by chance you hear this, Kurt, I'm hoping you uh, at some point come back to Texas, come back to San Antonio. You know, you were a great asset to the store. Great soul to have around. And uh, I know God's working in, uh, in his own way, man. So hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Hope you guys, uh, this was enlightening in some way, shape, or fashion. If anything, this is just, you know, a moment in time I wanted to capture for myself. 
and he'll get it on recording. But uh, don't be afraid of putting some work out there, guys. I know it, it's there's more often you're gonna have to do something you don't want to do than what you do want to do, and you know that takes effort. That takes being engaged with what you're doing and trying to overcome, you know, whatever adversity may be against you. So don't fear the struggle. I hope, I pray that uh, all of us out there are just engaged with our struggle and, you know, work to to fight as hard as you can, you know, whatever it may be. You know, the, to be actively engaged in a fight, you know, I think you, you have to anticipate the next move. You have to be engaged with where the punches are being thrown. You might have to take one or two, but if you're keeping your eyes open, you can find an open spot and you can take a shot and you can make an effort and next thing you know, you can overcome. But I'll end with that, guys. Like I said, I really don't have a whole lot of time. I think it's uh, working out just perfect. It's 9.50 now, so that means this was probably about 20 minutes, maybe a little less. But I do appreciate you taking the time to listen, man. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Hope you guys uh, stay safe out there. And I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>